Hello, this is Anviti from newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 20th of April. India reported 2067 new COVID cases and 40 linked deaths in the last 24 hours. According to the Union Ministry of Health and Family Welfare, today's count is a 65% jump from yesterday, taking the total number of active cases in the country to 12340. The daily positivity rate was recorded at 0.49%, whereas the recovery rate is at 98.76%. With 632 new cases logged in Delhi, doctors have claimed that the city is likely to see a surge in the number of cases the NDTV reported. But they claimed the trend is not concerning as most reported cases are mild. Dr. Jugal Kishore, head of community medicine at Safdarjang Hospital, told the news agency PTI and I quote the XC variant has more transmissibility but is causing mild infection it is causing upper respiratory infection and not lower respiratory infection unquote however fearing a fourth wave of the virus the center wrote to five states over rising covid-19 cases and asked for a risk assessment and proper monitoring z news reported these states include haryana uttar pradesh Mizoram, Maharashtra and Delhi. In a letter yesterday, the Union Health Secretary suggested the states to quote continue the five-fold strategy of test, track, treat, vaccination and adherence to covid appropriate behavior with particular emphasis on wearing masks in crowded places unquote. Globally, covid has infected 505.8 million people while the deaths have surged to more than 6.20 million according to the john hopkins university in india more than 4 crore 30 lakh 47000 people have been infected and covid has claimed over 5 lakh 22000 lives however these numbers are largely believed to be undercounts The Supreme Court directed a status quo stay on the demolition drive in Jahangirpuri area of New Delhi on Wednesday morning. However, many structures were already razed by nine bulldozers by the time the order was officially communicated via the registry. The NDTV reported, despite the status quo order, the demolition continued, razing down several shops and the gate of the mosque where the altercation took place during the Shobha Yatra on Saturday. CPIM leader Brinda Karat stood in front of the bulldozers at one point to stop the demolition. The demolition of supposedly illegal constructions was ordered by the North Delhi Municipal Corporation which is controlled by the BJP. The drive was supposed to start at 2 p.m. on Wednesday but it began at 9 a.m. Allegedly, no notice or information was given to the shop owners and residents of the area according to the Tribune. Senior advocate Dushyant Dave presented the matter to the Supreme Court. According to the bar and bench, he said, and I quote, "Unconstitutional, unauthorized demolition is taking place in Jahangirpuri where riots took place. No notice was served, so that reply is served in 10 days." Unquote. On Saturday, there was communal violence following a Hanuman Jayanti procession. with instances of stone pelting arson and firing along with injuries to police personnel and local residents being reported a petition filed in the supreme court challenged the action of the civic bodies allegedly aimed against the riot accused another pil submitted and filed by jamiat ulmai hind and mentioned by senior advocate kapil sibbal 
sought directions to the central and state governments that no residential accommodation or commercial property be demolished as punitive measure. It cited the example of Madhya Pradesh where homes of alleged writers were bulldozed by the state without any court order. Both matters related to the demolition drive will be heard in the Apex Court tomorrow. Listeners, instances of communal violence have seen a sharp rise in the last month. Last Saturday, communal violence erupted in Delhi's Jahangirpuri, which saw stone pelting between Hindu and Muslim groups, sloganeering and a stampede. My colleagues Lasya Shekhar and Shivangi Saxena went on the ground to report on what transpired. You can read their report on newslaundry.com. It is titled "Police Abuse: Saffron Flags, a Mysterious Bangladeshi Angle: What Happened in Jahangirpuri." The reason we are able to report on issues of public interest such as this without any pressure from political parties or corporations is because we don't depend on them for ads. We rely only on you to support us. So if you are not a part of our independent news model already, head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription starts as low as rupees 300 only. Pay to keep news free. Four young men died on late Tuesday evening in a sewage tank in Bhudakhera village of Hisar district in Haryana the Indian Express reported the men had entered a sewage treatment plant to repair a motor the villagers claimed two contractual employees Surendra and Rahul got stuck inside the 50 foot deep tank for approximately 2 hours two men named Rajesh and Mahender also entered the tank to save them but all of them were trapped Their bodies were recovered late at night. The villagers and family members of the deceased strongly protested against the district administration. They have demanded rupees 1 crore financial assistance and a government job for one family member for each of the deceased. A magisterial probe has been ordered to investigate the circumstances and reasons that led to these deaths by Hisar's Deputy Commissioner Priyanka Soni. Attacking the BJP coalition government in the state, Randeep Singh Surjewala tweeted this morning and I quote, "The news of the death of four working men who landed in the sewerage plant in Budakhera, Hisar is very painful. This is a direct result of the criminal negligence of the BJP JJP government and disregard for security rules. Action should be taken by registering an FIR and the families should get compensation." Unquote. In March Two brothers in New Haryana had died in a similar case. The brothers were forced by their superior officer to enter a 25-foot deep tank to clean and repair the motor. Former Aam Aadmi Party leader Kumar Vishwas was booked by the Punjab police under various charges for his offensive remarks against Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal. The NDTV reported The comments were made during an interview earlier this year during the Punjab Assembly elections. Vishwas had made a comment in which he hadn't directly named Kejriwal but insinuated that the chief minister wants to be the prime minister of an independent nation of Khalistan. Vishwas tweeted this morning in Hindi and I quote, "The Punjab police arrived at my doorstep early morning. I am cautioning Bhagwant Mann, who I admitted into the party myself, that the person sitting in delhi who you are allowing to play with the power given by the people of punjab will betray both you and punjab one day the country should remember my warning unquote the police served him a notice to join the investigation 
The case was registered on April 12th in Rupnagar town based on the complaints by an Aam Aadmi Party member for promoting enmity by allegedly making false statements according to the Hindustan Times. But the police came to Saman Vishwas at his Ghaziabad residence today morning and gave him 48 hours to join the investigation. Rupnagar senior SI of police Sandeep Garg said and I quote The FIR has been registered on the basis of a complaint that Kumar Vishwas made wrong statements in his interviews for promoting enmity in society. It has been alleged that AAP workers faced violence during the elections due to the wrong statements of Vishwas. Unquote. The SSP added that the peaceful atmosphere in Punjab was quote unquote likely to be disturbed based on Vishwas's comments. Opposition parties have attacked the Punjab government accusing it of misusing the police for political vendetta. Congress leader Rahul Gandhi targeted Prime Minister Narendra Modi alleging that only 8 days of coal stocks are left in the country on Wednesday. This comes a day after Union Home Minister Amit Shah held a meeting on the coal and power crisis in the country. Gandhi tweeted and I quote Eight years of big talk has resulted in India having only eight days of coal stocks. Modi ji, stagflation is looming. Power cuts will crush small industries, leading to more job losses. Switch off the bulldozers of hate and switch on the power plants. Unquote. He shared a picture with PM Modi's quote from June 18, 2020, where he stated, and I quote, "Coal sector taken out of decades of lockdown." Unquote. This was in reference to auction of 41 coal mines for commercial mining in order to make India self-reliant in energy by reducing imports. Gandhi contradicted the 2018 quote with a headline from April 19, 2022, titled "India stares at outages as coal stocks at power plants hit low." In the first half of April, domestic power demand reportedly hit a 38-year high for the month. according to ANI reports of coal inventories depleting at domestic thermal power plants in 12 states like Andhra Pradesh Maharashtra Gujarat Punjab Jharkhand and Haryana which are facing power cuts ranging from 3 to 8.7% have caused a concern in light of these reports and several states warning of a possible power crisis due to the shortage of coal supply to power plants a meeting was held by shah with union power minister rk singh coal minister prahlad joshi and railway minister ashwini vaishnav on tuesday meanwhile the union power minister blamed the steep rise in the prices of imported coal on the ukraine russia war At least 6 people were killed as hundreds of Rohingya refugees mostly Muslim fled from a temporary immigration detention center on Wednesday in Malaysia Al Jazeera reported The fleeing refugees were struck by speeding vehicles as they tried to cross a highway Around 528 escaped the detention center in the northern state of Penang just before dawn after a riot in the compound Reportedly two children were among those killed The Malaysian authorities set up roadblocks and deployed the police, immigration and volunteer security service to follow up the case. A local paper reported that nearby villagers quote unquote apprehended 88 of those who had fled the center. Additionally, immigration chief Khairul Dod said 
362 people had been re-arrested. The cause of the alleged riot is unknown. An investigation is underway to look into the breakout where 664 refugees were held. The centre had over 600 of the 181,000 people living as refugees and asylum seekers in Malaysia. The Rohingya accounting for 57%, according to the UN Refugee Agency. It should be noted that Malaysia is not a signatory to the UN Convention on Refugees, which means it does not recognise a refugee status, according to NDTV though it has housed many Rohingyas in the detention centres. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on wherever you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.